I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Howdy. Welcome to the diary. I'm Scott Johnson and uh, hello. It's good to have you here. So, uh, man, what a what a day! I, I just needed to get on to some show and talk about this. I'm sure uh, I will tell the story again on the morning stream tomorrow, uh, which we bumped today for this. Um. Okay, so <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this because it's still sort of a little hazy in terms of details and stuff. Uh, but I'll tell you what we know. So late last night, we get this uh, group text from. Uh, my wife's side of the family saying that somebody had been shot. And at first, very sketchy details were like, who, where, what, how, like what's going on. And, uh, as the details came out a little bit more, it was one of Kim's brothers, brothers-in-law or brother-in-laws, brothers-in-law. And he, um, was apparently just at home, heard a ruckus out in his backyard. Um, we don't know if he saw, searchlights or uh, those lights on top of police cars. What are they? I guess they're just emergency lights. I don't know if he saw any of that in the house or not, but uh, there were a bunch of cops there. I don't think he, I don't think he knew that, but we don't know yet. Anyway, goes outside uh, or decides to take a shotgun outside, which he was a, a legal owner of. And, uh, as soon as he walked out, the police, the, this is as we currently understand the story. The police thought he was the perpetrator they were chasing in that neighborhood that had run through their yard, I guess, or broken through their fence, gone through their yard, or was somewhere in the vicinity. And um, we, we don't know if they said, you know, put your gun down, put your hand, you know, any of this stuff you'd think they would say. We don't, I don't know any of those details. We're still sort of fishing on all of that, but he, uh, he was promptly shot at by the police and ended up taking six bullets, five to his leg and one to his abdomen. And, um, as far as we are aware right now, one of those bullets nicked his, is it your ephemeral artery? The one in the big one in your leg. That's real bad if you get it because you're going to bleed out sort of thing. And he lost a ton of blood. At first they said, well, it's just one police officer shot him. But that didn't make sense because he took f- six shots before falling down. I just don't know how you do that unless unless suddenly, uh, as far as I'm aware, cops don't have an automatic weapon. that can rattle off six rounds and, you know, one one burst. Maybe they do. I don't know. Or... It was more than just a single police officer responding. It was maybe six of them all took a shot. I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. The, the details are sketchy, and it gets a little weirder on that front in a second, which I'll explain in a second. But anyway, uh, so he, you know, he gets shot. They, the next we're hearing about it is he's been rushed to a hospital and is already in surgery. 
um, apparently lost enough blood to have sort of flatlined, but they, they brought him back uh, maybe a couple of times. That's That part's hazy because I'm not sure the details were getting are 100% accurate, but it sounded like maybe there was twice that they they brought him back from the brink. And um, anyway, um, he's still in surgery right now, or he may have just gotten out. I'm not positive. I think by now maybe he's out. And uh, I think they're still, you know, it's still touch and go kind of situation. But um, at the very least, there's talk that he may lose his leg because of the damage in his leg. Um, but, uh, you know, the real life threatening one outside of the ephemeral artery getting hit is the uh, abdominal shot. So there's that's what the, the, the more part of the surgery overnight was about. And they were all night working on him. Um. Anyway, so as of today, we're just like, okay, what's going on now? Do we know what's up? And and just trying to make more sense of the of of what actually happened. And we're just we have precious few details. Um, so I thought, well, this is a kind of a big deal. You you hear about these things happen all the time, especially on local news. Like if this was a local story, we'd this would be plastered all over our local affiliates, and you know, probably be in the newspaper this morning and all that stuff, and of course all over the web. But, uh. I thought that would happen here. Clearly it's just one of those things, you know, it just seems like it would be covered. And I quickly went to all of the online versions of the, uh, Oregon newspapers. I went to all Twitter accounts and social accounts and stuff. Just did general searches. Um, this happened in Oregon general searches of, uh, of news in Oregon, like of any shootings or anything that came up with some stuff, but none of them were related. They were all different stories and some of them were older and one happened yesterday. It was totally unrelated in a totally different part of, of the state. Um, with, with much minor, much more minor details to that particular story, which made me really start to wonder, well, wait, why is this not being covered? So now I got a million questions about, what's going on. Somebody online said, I don't like to be conspiratorial, but a lot of times in these shootings, um, they're going to keep this stuff really quiet for as long as they can until they figure out what's going on when it's, when it's got officer involved shootings. Um, so that may be the case. Um, I don't know why the local press would, I mean, they should still be aware of this, right? Unless they're in cahoots. I don't know. I'm, I'm not conspiratorial, so I'm not going to jump to any conclusions because I just don't know enough information here which is usually why people get conspiratorial because they don't have enough information. But I, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say I realize that and will not uh, pontificate much further except to say it was all very insane and we were all like, what the frick? And we kept getting updates all night. So most of us were up pretty, I mean, we pretty much didn't sleep last night, uh, which is why in part I canceled the morning stream uh, until tomorrow just to sort of get settled and figure out what the crap's going on. Um, so... As it stands right now, I mean, the only things we know for sure is that he's in recovery uh, in, I I wouldn't say stable condition. I think that's an official status. And I think he's, I don't think they've given him that yet. I guess it's still critical condition, right? Um, So we're all very hopeful for that. Um, Kim's mom and dad, uh, brother-in-law that lives here and sister that lives here all loaded up into a car and are driving out there now. It's about a 10 hour drive to that part of Oregon and um, the flight. There was no, there were no flights till 10 PM tonight. So there's like, well, let's just drive. 
So a big contingent of the family is going to do that, those who can. And then um, we're just sort of here waiting to hear what the what the heck happened. I mean, I, it's clear we don't have all the answers, right? I, I mean, part of me doing this episode right now is me sort of sussing some of this out in my head. So forgive me because I don't I don't really have good answers. And I don't even know if it's. I don't know if I'll get if, if uh, I don't even need that much catharsis. I, I'm very hopeful that he's going to be OK. All things considered, but I'm more worried about just. I don't know. I feel like something's going. I feel like something's weird. I can't explain it. Something's off. And. I don't I, I'm trying not to speculate as to what is off, but something's weird. It just feels weird to me. And look, I get it. Like if there's a perpetrator running around the yard and you've been high speed police chasing this dude through a bunch of neighborhoods and you think you've got him cornered. And the first thing that happens is a guy with a shotgun comes popping out of the back door. Like. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know what else we could expect. And I don't know if they said anything, if they yelled gun down, hands up. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. And maybe he didn't respond to that. Maybe he was like confused. Kept the gun is I, I freaking I don't know, man. Everybody wants to think, well, you know, I got this gun in my house. I'm here to protect and serve my own house or whatever. I think it's just complicated because the minute you go outside, you know, this idea a good guy with a gun only goes so far, I think. And I don't I have zero problem with him owning one and, you know, responsibly having one and all of that. I, I mean, whatever. I know there's, this isn't a gun control show. I'm not doing that here. I'm just saying, I wish he would have seen the signs of the disturbance. Again, I don't know what he saw. Were there sirens? Were there lights? Were there, you know, could you hear cops? Like, could you peek out the window and see what's going on first? Or like, you know, some other sign as to what is happening and then make the decision to stay in that locked house and get down, duck down and wait for this to end and then talk to the police and see what happened. And I really wish he would have done that, you know, and in the situation, maybe it was just like, you know, this ruckus must be real bad. I better have my gun. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what goes through your head because I haven't had to, I haven't had to face that. So it's actually hard for me to say it's easy for everyone to, you know, to, to have the whatever theory they have about how they would respond in such a situation. I always hate those. So I'm trying not to do that. Who is it? Uh, was it Marky Mark? Mark Wahlberg said that if he was on flight 93 on 9-11, he would have wrestled everything away from this terrace and landed the plane safely or something. I always sat wrong with me. Because I don't think, I don't think he really knows what he'd do. He knows what he would like to say he would do, but would he? I don't know. He wasn't there. And it also has a way when you say that it has a, it, it, that, that has a way of putting everybody else on the plane in a weird light because they didn't do what Marky Mark said he would do. You know what I'm saying? It's a horrible way to, 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 I don't know. You shouldn't saddle that with those people. It's not their, I don't know. Just easy for people to say who not are are not involved to have all sorts of answers, which is probably why I'm preferring to do this on uh, on this little solo show first and kind of suss it around in my head a little bit because um, 
you know, this isn't a, a Facebook post where I'm expecting a 4,000 replies and a million freakouts, you know, or a thousand theories or whatever. I did mention it on Twitter and I've already gotten a few people that are like, well, you shouldn't have gone out there or he should have been able to go out there. Like all these arguments start popping up and I'm not, I'm not interested in any of that. I don't think at least until, you know, we let the dust settle, whatever that even means. Um, find out what the, the circumstances were. <clears throat> I mean, if they were, if they were in bodily, you know, if he, if he felt strong enough that he and his wife were in, you know, real danger, you know, would, what would I have done? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I tend to err on the side of like, yeah, hunker down and don't, you know, we're safer here for the moment. Let some time pass. Don't, you know, but then somebody say, oh, you let time pass. That's enough time for a guy to get in and then knife you or, you know, whatever. Like there's a million ways this conversation could go. And perhaps doing this in a solo way is my cop out because I don't have to actually lock into any one theory. I don't think I need to, but I definitely don't have to in this scenario. So <sighs> anyway, I don't know why uh, I have a feeling that he's going to be okay in the long haul. It's not going to be great, obviously. And I don't know why I have that confidence. It's a weird thing to feel that way. Cause if you'd uh, told me yesterday, this was going to happen and said, Scott, how do you think you'll feel when, when he's, you know, in the middle of surgery or in this hospital, I would probably say, I'm, you know, I'm, Oh, ah, you know, like I just be super freaked out about it, but for some reason I'm not. And you know me well enough to know that I'm, I, I'm not a believer in, you know, like magical intuition or anything, but for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I feel that way. I don't have an explanation. I won't try to explain it because I don't have one, but I hope I'm right. And I hope he is, uh, able to recover that he's able to keep his leg. I would really like that. And that they get to the bottom of whatever freaking happened. Like if this cop screwed up, please, please let's get to the bottom of that. If he screwed up, fine, let's get to the bottom. Like, whoa, I just need to, I feel like we just kind of need to know around here what the heck happened. Anyway, I'm not going to use any names or anything. That's not my job. I'm already probably in trouble for saying anything to anyone about it. I don't know if I am or not, but I'm the only person in my extended family with any sort of public reach. So, you know, this felt like a public enough event that, uh, you know, I say that, but then I can't find a news story about it, like to save my life. You know what? It's some hours in. Let's just see if this has changed. So Oregon shooting police. Let's just, there's our three keywords we've searched. Um, let's see. Let's look at all the news here. Shooting report near Northgate Park in North Port Portland. That's definitely not them. Uh, that's on the Oregonian police investigating fatal shooting in forest Grove, not him. Um, Winco parking lot chase. Oh, shooter. That was five days ago. And now we're 11 days, 21 days. Like uh, it's just not here. And the Oregonian definitely doesn't have, let's see, let me just double check this real quick. Um, that's your, like your big paper there, right? And news and news source. Yeah, there's just nothing. There's just nothing here. Are there any names on this one? So that's the one that freaked me out is when I did a search and it said uh, there was a fatal shooting. 
where someone died at a hospital and I looked it up and I'm like, Oh, that can't be him because, and then they confirm, yeah, he's, he's still, he's still kicking. So I don't know. Is that, it seems weird to me. All these other shootings, all these other events, all this other stuff in Oregon for that matter, or anywhere else in this country, but you know, they are specifically, it's being reported. Why is this not a thing? I don't get it. Honestly, throwing me, it's throwing me that there's nothing about multiple cops backyard shoot a guy six times. He's in the hospital insert, you know, like why is that? How is that not being covered? Everything else is here. It's all being covered. I don't know. Anyway, if you have theories, no, don't tell don't send me your theories. I don't want theories, but if you have any kind of experience in this sort of thing, I'm always happy to hear that. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a weird few days trying to just dig through this stuff. I mean, you know, part of it is weird because we're not there. The rest of the entire uh, side of our fa- that side of our family is here. They all live here, and so you know the one, um, the one aspect of the family of the greater family that lives in that state. It just feels a million miles away, and then right next door at the same time. I I can't even get my head around it. It occurred to me this must be how people feel when something like this happens. And it feels like the kind of thing that would never happen to you. You know, you just sort of think that these things don't happen to you. And then they do. But then I'm still separated by some distance. I haven't talked to this particular, these particular in-laws in a really long time. Like they're just sort of on their own out there. They don't, they're not, you know, they're not estranged or anything. They just don't. Just don't participate in the larger chat, I suppose. And then to suddenly have this thrown in front of the forefront front, it's just like, what are we even doing? What are we doing? Kim and I are sitting up in bed on our phones going, what is happening? How is that happening? What? Wait, where is he? Really threw us. Anyway, I'm sure some of you listening have probably been through uh, traumas of a similar nature in your life. And, um, it, you know, more directly than me. Again, I'm only experiencing it from afar, but it's just weird, man. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it at all, but I do like talking to you guys. Thanks for letting me rant and discuss this a little bit. You know, my hope is uh, that he'll be okay. And that the next bit of news we get is that he's out of the woods and that there's a recovery on its way and that we're going to figure it out. And, um, Thanks to all your nice comments. A bunch of people said some really nice stuff in the uh, the Twitter post and all that. So I really appreciate it. We'll see you next time on The Diary. Take care.